You are listening to the Rock That Creative Job podcast with Jamie Roberts, episode 47. This podcast has a very focused mission to inspire, motivate, and empower you with the tools, insight, and guidance you need to get better jobs, better work, better pay, and build the creative career and life you've always wanted. So click subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast and let's rock. Hey, creatives. Happy holidays. I feel like I can officially say that because here we are in mid-December and all of the fun holiday events are fully underway and we're all doing things with family and friends and socializing and it's a great time unless you are job searching and then it's a stressful time because we all know that things slow down in the end of December and those interviews that you might be going on would probably be pushed to January and the job postings that you've been seeing are going to start to dry up a little bit until the new year. And that's why this podcast episode is going to be focused on the myths of creative job searching. Because I'm seeing a lot of patterns with the people that I coach, the people that I work with, the people that I connect with on all my social media platforms. And I want to make sure that every single person that is looking for work right now in their career has a better idea of what to expect so that they're not creating barriers for themselves based on misinformation. But before we get into this topic, I want to remind you to please subscribe and rate the podcast because each rating helps bump me up in the search so more creatives like you can get the support that they need for their creative careers. And if you've been listening to this show, you know I just launched my very comprehensive creative resume in a day course. This course is specific to creatives and it took me two years of steady research to develop simply because I want it to be the best it can possibly be for you. It includes all the guidance and advice I've given to my Rock That Creative Job clients, as well as inside knowledge from my own personal experience as a creative hiring manager. And the best part is that you can get it done in a single day. This course is also discounted for the duration of 2023. So if you're interested and you want the deets, check it out on rockthatcreativejob.com. You can immediately access it. You will have lifetime access. If you want to get a jump on that job search in January, buy it now and do it later. But make sure you're able to get the discount for yourself so that you can hit the ground running when you're ready to start applying for jobs. All right, let's get into some serious myth busting. I want to make sure that every single person that is in the job market right now is not holding themselves back. I'm seeing a lot of people listening and taking advice from social media platforms, from people who aren't even in the industry that, of course, are going to assert their opinion and tell you what they think about the job market and what they think you should do in it. And people in your peer group who have searched for jobs and have struggled. And so they're forcing that opinion based on their experience onto you because we all know job searching is hard enough without having all of these negative Nellies around you poisoning the well. Let's start with the number one thing I hear all the time from people on social media, on LinkedIn, from people that message me, and from people that I work with. And that is, there aren't any jobs. That is so insanely false. There are always going to be ebbs and flows in the creative job market. There's a lot of layoffs in certain industries, but other industries at the same time are building up. And the media loves to spin things. So when you see these articles 
and they start telling you things like there are less jobs than there were before. This is a terrible time for the creative industry. Just remember, these are journalists. They're looking for a hook. And you should never let the perspective of one media company sway you. Because if you want to move forward in your career, you will find a way to do that. I've done it. All my clients have done it. And all the people that I connect with on LinkedIn to help push them forward, they're doing it too. I can tell you that there are jobs out there because I'm working directly with people all over the world who are getting offers every single week. So please do not let the media convince you that you are not going to go the direction you want to go in your career. And of course, you need to do some work to get there. You might need to redo your resume. You might need to boost your portfolio a little bit. You might need to get yourself out there and network. And that can feel a little uncomfortable at first. You might need to do some research and figure out what industry you want to target and where you want to focus your creative discipline. None of those things mean there are no jobs. So just know that if you're struggling and you're not seeing the listings that you want and the job postings that you're hoping to apply to, that doesn't mean that the creative industry has stalled. All that means is you might not be looking in the right place. And this brings us to our second myth, which is all of the good jobs are in the hidden job market. Now, I'm using air quotes when I say hidden job market. Because finding work in this market just involves proactive strategies and approaches that go beyond the traditional job search methods. It doesn't mean that these are jobs that are not available to you. It just means that you have to do things that you may not have done before. And networking is a key component of this. You have to build and nurture professional connections that might be able to open doors to these unadvertised opportunities. You might have to attend industry events, even if that's online, or join professional organizations and leverage platforms like LinkedIn to connect with other people in the industry. And I know that sounds like something you probably don't want to do because it definitely takes more effort than clicking that easy apply button. But honestly, Having informational interviews with people working in your target company or in your target discipline, that will provide insights and it could potentially lead to job referrals. It, it also helps you stay informed about industry trends and developments that can help you actually identify the emerging opportunities before they become widely advertised. The difference with this job market is that it thrives on relationships and continuous learning, and a proactive mindset. And that makes it essential for job seekers to go beyond just scrolling the job board and actually start to engage in a more strategic networking approach to be able to uncover these career opportunities. So just know that if you're not seeing what you want to see in those job postings, it's still out there. You just have to find a different way to do it. And this is what we do as creatives in our work, right? You might develop something that you think is amazing. You take it to the client and they say, uh, I don't know about this part. Can we redo that? Or can we change this? Or I actually was thinking it would be more this way. And you go back and you figure out a new way to approach it. This is where our brains thrive. So take that and use it for your job search. And yes, it takes more effort. But I can tell you, the more relationships you build, the easier it's going to be for you along the way. Because those are relationships 
that you're going to continuously build throughout your career. And that is a very positive thing. And just remember that we use the same amount of energy to run away from our dreams and our goals as we use to run toward them. You might think it's easier to not network, to not reach out to people, to not connect with others in the industry, but it's also not easy to wake up, scroll the job boards, and not be able to move yourself forward or feel like you're being productive when you're out of work. So I want you to be proactive in this space and connect with people and access all of those things that are supposedly hidden because that's how you get better at being a creative thinker and a creative problem solver when it comes to your career. The third thing I hear people say is that they don't have enough in their portfolio to actually put themselves out there because what the job market expects now is different than the last time they applied. Now, there's a partial truth to that. It could be that the job market is different than the last time you applied for a job, if it's been five or 10 years. But there's no reason that you can't adjust what you have and figure out a way to attract the people that you want to attract. A lot of people refuse to even start their search because they just assume that what they have isn't enough. And the truth is what you have might be more than enough and you might actually be overwhelming your audience. But if you're feeling like you're so behind the curve and you're not aware of what's going on, there are many ways you can ramp up on this. I work with people every single week to get them reacquainted with how to look and search for new work, whether they're working currently and they're exhausted from their job and they're bored out of their minds, or they've been laid off, they don't even know where to start and they didn't expect to be out of work. Whatever your scenario is, there are ways to get informed on how you can approach your own self-promotion. I see the most talented people just stall out because they have this assumption that what the market expects now is not what they can do. But we all know that being a creative in this world requires us to constantly adapt to this ever-changing landscape. And self-promotion is the same thing. So when you are promoting your clients or your company that you work for, it's the same thing as promoting yourself. It's harder to promote yourself because sometimes you can't see the forest for the trees and you need support there. That doesn't mean that what you have isn't enough. And a lot of people tend to stall out in this area. They just assume that they need to stay where they are because they'll never get another job, even if the job they're in is toxic and is detrimental to their mental health. Feeling stuck and hesitating to even apply for jobs is a very common challenge that a lot of creatives really struggle with when they think about moving on from their job or restarting after a layoff. And a lot of this stems from the fear of not being good enough or having the imposter syndrome that we all struggle with. And that can be really paralyzing. But it's really crucial to just recognize that everyone experiences these moments. And this is a very normal part of the job seeking journey. If it was easy, I would not be doing this. There would be no need for me to help and support creatives around the world because they would just move right into the job that they love immediately. So instead of letting your insecurities hold you back, just consider reframing your perspective and focus on the strengths you have, the skills you have, and the amazing accomplishments from your creative career. Because you have to remind yourself of your past successes sometimes in order to move forward. And this moves us to the fourth myth. And it's that I'm not qualified enough 
to apply for this job. I work with creatives every day who will send me job postings and then ask, should I apply for this? And my question to them is, do you want to? Because if you want to, you will find a way to make yourself attractive to that hiring manager. And we need to remember that job requirements often reflect an employer's ideal candidate. Most employers are open to individuals who demonstrate potential and willingness to learn. You don't have to be the perfect fit. If you have 60 to 70% of the skills required in the job posting, it is worth applying. We all have to embrace the growth mindset and view this as a learning opportunity. And we have to challenge those negative thoughts that creep up and those imposter syndrome beasties that live in the dark. And when they tell you, I don't know if you're good enough for this, there's probably someone better, you need to shut it down. And you need to seek support from friends, career coaches like me, and someone who can provide actual valuable insights into the industry and encouragement as you navigate this job market and work toward overcoming that self-doubt. If you see a position and you have evidence that shows them you know how to do what they're hoping that that person in the role is going to be able to do, you should apply. Also, the more you apply, the more momentum you're going to have. So if you're waiting for the perfect job to show up where you have 100% of what they're asking, you're not going to be applying very often. And that is going to chip away at your self-esteem. And it's also not going to allow you to have the momentum you need to be able to keep moving forward in your job search. Because we all know it is not easy to look for jobs. So you want to make sure that you get that ball rolling. And if you're pushing it uphill, we all know what happens when you let go. Sometimes it rolls back and it runs you over. And that's not a good feeling. And I work with a lot of people who have had that experience and it takes them a little bit of time to be able to move forward after feeling crushed under the weight of that search experience. We all know that going from thought to action takes effort. We can come up with amazing creative ideas, but actually getting them to work is a lot harder sometimes once you get started and realize, oh, this isn't turning out how I thought. And then you have to problem solve and you have to redirect yourself and you have to adjust. And we have to do that in the job search. Going from thought to action, because it's so difficult, once you get the momentum going, that cycle is so much easier. So that's why you don't want to wait for the perfect job. You want to just keep putting yourself out there and getting used to it. And I see this happen all the time. People get afraid, they apply to one or two things, and they put all their eggs in that basket instead of just moving forward. And the fifth myth that I hear people say all the time, and I heard it today in my very last session of the day, is that I think I missed the window for all the jobs, so I don't think I should continue searching. That is so untrue. I cannot stress this enough. We all know there are highs and lows throughout the year, depending on the industry that you're in. But that doesn't mean that you completely miss the boat. All that means is that if it's slow right now, that means the wave is going to come back, right? It's like the tide. You don't watch the tide go out and think, well, it's never coming back in. You know it's coming back in and you have to be prepared. Being able to use that downtime very productively 
and look at your materials and understand maybe what you're not doing or maybe think about an industry and how to target them or how to adjust what you're saying so that you can start networking and you can start connecting with people. That is a benefit to you. So if you go a couple of weeks without seeing jobs, that's okay. That's the universe telling you, you need a little time to think about your materials. Maybe you need a little time to prep for your interview. Maybe you don't feel strong when you start talking about your work and you need a little more practice. Use it effectively. Don't let it stall you out. You have something to share with the world. And I hate when I see creatives who feel like, oh, well, I missed it. So it's not worth it anymore. If you hate your job, if you are in a toxic environment, if you are working for someone who doesn't respect you or listen to you, I want to make sure that you get the thing that is the most beneficial for you. To do that, you cannot stall out. That momentum is really hard to rev up again. Don't let these lulls scare you. Don't let them freak you out. There is a reason that you need to take a pause. And that tide is going to come back in. And I want you to be so ready and so prepared when you start seeing those postings that excite you. I want you to be able to go after them with full confidence. I don't want you to run your creative career through some fatalistic perspective and just assume that you've missed the boat, that you're unable to get where you want to go, that you're never going to get out of the job that you cannot stand. And it's hard for you to get up in the morning and your mental health is suffering. No creative deserves this. We all deserve to find the thing that lights us up and actually makes us excited to get up in the morning and start thinking and start developing and start working on new ideas because that's why we do this. We don't do this just because we want to punch a clock and get a paycheck. We do this because we have a gift that we need to share with the world. My job is to make sure that everyone can share it in the way that they desire. So when you start to get anxious and you start to withdraw, and you start to get down on yourself for not hearing back, and you start to get worried about the economy, and you start to look at job postings and feel like, oh, I don't know if I can do this job. What if I oversell myself? I want you to pause, and I want you to take a breath, and I want you to remember why you started in this industry to begin with. Because the best way to overcome that feeling of anxiety and that procrastination is to give yourself an emotional benefit. And if you can sit with yourself for five minutes and remind yourself, the reason you started in this industry to begin with is because you love it. You want to do this. You want to share what you have inside you. You want to create things. You want to make better products. You want to help people make better decisions with their services and their marketing and their advertising and their branding. You want to impart your wisdom to everyone that needs it. You want to tell people not to use Comic Sans. That is going to help you keep going. So ignore all of the negativity out there. Ignore the people who tell you, oh, there's no jobs. Oh, it's a tough market. Oh, AI is going to take over. Whatever it is, you know the truth and the truth is inside you. And that's, you're going to do this whether they like it or not, because this is what you do. We are creatives because we were born to be creatives, not because someone out there told us it would be easy. So I want you to remember all of these things when you get frustrated, when you get upset, when you struggle, when you don't get those callbacks, it's going to happen for you, but you have to keep going. And I'm here to make sure you keep going. 
And if you are struggling and you feel like you can barely keep going, please contact me. This is what I do. I will give you the practical advice. I will give you the emotional advice and I will help you continue so you have that confidence that you need to get the job that you love. You can contact me at rockthatcreativejob.com. You can connect with me on LinkedIn and DM me there. I'm also on Instagram and TikTok. I'm going to be putting tons of content out in 2024. I'm also going to have some group live streams where you can ask questions. I'm going to do all kinds of amazing things to get you guys motivated and excited to rev that engine up and get yourselves out of the jobs you hate, get yourselves off unemployment and get yourselves excited to get up every day and do the creative work that you wanted to do since you launched in this industry. So I hope this was helpful. I hope it removes some of the fears and frustrations that you've been having because everyone has these. You're not the only one. And if you need anything, please connect with me. And remember, you're the only one who can do what you do in this world. And I want nothing more than for you to do it every single day. So thanks for listening and I'll catch you in the next one. <laughs> 